We are Nopal Queens, three mental health professionals living in Sacramento, California. Together, we create inclusive spaces for our gente to learn and talk about mental health and wellness in our comunidad. So welcome to the table and let's get into it. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 15. This is La Sirena, and I'm joined by my fellow Nopal Queens, La Rosa and La Luna. Hello. Hi. Hola. Hi, ladies. So today we're doing a special episode um, because of COVID-19. We are going to practice our social distancing, and the three of us are actually recording from our homes today. Yes, from our casitas, our own homes. I miss my ladies. I know, I miss you, but I can see you on a screen right now. Yeah, thank God for technology right now for making this possible. Thank goodness for technology. Shout out to Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, y'all want to sponsor us, roll through. (laughs) Exactly. So today, the topic of our episode, um, before we get into our check-in, is how to cope through a national crisis. So as we are all experiencing a national crisis right now and trying to get through this pandemic, um, it's causing a lot of stress and a lot of different feelings are coming up. So we're here for you, gente, and uh, we're going to get into it today. But first, let's do a check-in. How are you all doing? Mm, good. I, I, it's a Sunday, so it feels good. I'm not working from home, so that's nice. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so our university is shut down, so I'm doing a lot of telehealth appointments with my students. So it's kind of like a strange, because I haven't done it before, but it's also like, oh, I'm in my house and they're in their apartment or house or mm-hmm. dorm. And <laughs> it's like, I guess in like therapy, you never get to see someone's room unless you're doing community mental health. And it's been a while since I did that. So I'm just like, oh. Okay, this is what your life looks like. Um, <laughs> other than that, me and my partner are staying safe at home. Um, my family in SoCal is staying um, at home too. I know there's a lot of stressful things going on with my family. Um, so feeling feeling the stress. But I think at the same time, I know that at, in the end of it, we'll help each other out. And uh, I know we're resilient. But yeah, we're we're going through it. But, yeah, but today I'm okay. Thank you for sharing, La Rosa. Yes, yes. thanks, Queen. I miss you. I know um, I miss you. And this is La Luna, and I'm already like a pro Yorona, so uh, COVID 19 has definitely been uh, testing my Yorona skills. Um, I feel like just like the rest of the world, I have like really good days and then I have really bad days. You know, I have the highs and the lows. Definitely grateful for um, the privilege of being able to have a space, you know, to call home and having like some outdoor little space in my house that has become like a sanctuary and being safe with the people that I love. So I'm definitely grateful for those things. Um, But just like anybody else, some days get to me and I have to like... Uh, I restarted my like app, like timer app that tells me like how long I've been on social media. So it'll actually disable like Instagram and it won't let me go into it anymore unless like I go in and enable it. Um, so I feel like some of those things have helped out because just being connected all the time was weighing on my like physical mental health. So I was like, OK, I don't need to do this if I just have little snippets of what's going on and I'm good all right so I've been doing that and um 
I joined like a virtual book club and I love to read. So that's been really, really fun for me. Um, Definitely scary to meet a group of people that I didn't met meet before. I was already part of this group, but pre-COVID-19, like Mm -hmm. I hadn't gotten to make it to an event and then COVID-19 happened. So obviously everything got canceled. Um, So I'm excited to meet them in person. That would be, it'll be really cool. Um, And other than that, um, kind of like, what La Rosa mentioned, just adjusting to this new norm of working from home. I've, I've never done that before, but I'm also grateful to still have a job. Um, and I'm basically just trying to figure out uh, how do we support our students during this closure because our school was also impacted and was closed down. Um, so we're trying to figure out what does that look like and how do we still reach our students and support them through this um but yeah and other than that just kind of netflix reading (laughs) um communicating with the people in my home making sure that we are all okay and doing some self-care together and uh my dog's confused for sure my dad's like my dog's like uh y'all get fired or what because y'all ain't even this house <laughs> that's how my dog is too she's like you're still here yeah she's gonna be really confused when we go back to life and and her routine gets thrown off again poor dog um but <laughs> yeah dog. so that's me some days good some days not good but it's all good <laughs> what about you, you Sirena? yeah well I think the first week, well, we got sent home March 17th. So uh, it's been about, it's been over a month since I've been working from home telecommuting. Um, I work at the same university as uh, La Rosa. So we are, we're working from home, but um, it was hard. The first week was just a lot of adjustment because I didn't know what everything really meant. Like I couldn't find any of my basic needs at the store. Like I I couldn't find eggs or milk mm-hmm. um, or bread or toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I, I didn't know what was going on and how bad it would get and why people were just being ridiculous with all that stuff. So it was just frustrating. Um, but then I think as we all got adjusted, you know, people stopped panicking so hard um, so early on and. Um, like I could find, I finally found toilet paper and eggs the other day. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought, man, where did we come up with this? Like still all the toilet paper. Like, I don't get that. I don't know. In Maybe part. they thought they were going to get like a lot of chorro or something. And they had to like stock up. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I right? know. Like what kind of flu do you get? <laughs> but we we're up here in NorCal. We're going to hit hard with Miss yeah. Rona. Yeah. So they don't yeah. It's sense. bad. So it was it was tough the first week or so. And then we have a 14 year old. So how does she stay engaged with school? Mm -hmm. And she, you know, we had to tell her that uh, it doesn't mean that you get 24 seven on your phone now. Yes, we're we took the phone from eight to two and made sure she did all her schoolwork. So that was a little bit of an adjustment for her (laughs) Um, smooth for the most part. Uh, But yeah, it's all of that. And so we just started to feel like we're getting settled in again and I'm definitely still living for the weekend oddly enough (laughs) even if I'm still Mm -hmm. at home right just there's some I still delineate the two things and I still like love the weekend and and definitely feel better but yeah I'm working a lot more because 
you know, you're just in front of the computer eight to five now with no distractions or there'd be little buffers. Like I'd have to walk in between my meetings to another building. So now that you're just in front of your computer all day and then my kitchen table is not ergonomic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it's just like all those little things. I have to just try to make sure I get up and walk and go outside like every day at 12. I go outside and, and take my dogs out and we all just go get some sun. Yes. Yeah, it's it was it's been a transition. So we're hanging in there though. We're doing our best and we're social distancing and we're washing our hands. And I have not been to see any of my friends as hard as that has been. I know. Yeah. yeah well, thanks for trip. the Oh, I know. It's been it's been different. It's been a trip for sure. So but thank you all for sharing um all that you've been through and I'm sure our listeners have been going through similar struggles and and additional struggles too if if you're living if your quarantine situation is not optimal like who you're living with Mm -hmm. i know that there's additional complexities that can come with this yeah for sure yeah definitely just like working with all the students like Mm -hmm. therapy has changed a lot like the stressors maybe that they had before are like more intensified or just Mm -hmm. different like no one's like a whole university switching to online like of course it wasn't like the smoothest process and oh yeah um so just hearing other people's kind of stress and anxiety too I I also have to remind myself I'm like okay that's their stress and anxiety that's not Mm -hmm. mine I need to kind of separate it but it just feels so different now that I'm at home because I'm like now I don't have that transition time from like work to home and I'm like Mm -hmm. okay now I get to live my life right and I'm just like it's a little harder mm-hmm. yeah i think that's kind of why i think i resonate with what i see and i said about um still living for the weekends because i kind of in my mind i kind of program myself to be like weekends you don't have to be connected to anything you don't have to check your email you don't have to do a zoom meeting you don't have to do this so i think for me i'm still living for the weekend because i'm like yeah i don't have to do anything mm-hmm. i can just focus on me yep yep yeah, but this I, I definitely have one Zoom meeting. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> well, I feel like this one, I'm like, oh, I'll make an exception. <laughs> yeah, we could do this. So, yeah, that's why we got together and we decided that we would do an episode because we know we are all struggling. We are all struggling yes. in this. So we're here to create um, a place where we can talk about it and, and we will get through it together. So maybe let's start with getting into this idea of just like creating the space for a time like this Mm -hmm. how do we create space for that this is la luna so first of all let's just normalize that it's perfectly natural to feel stress to feel anxiety to feel grief especially to feel worried there's so much uncertainty right now in the world that every single one of these feelings is valid And we all react differently. And so right now it can be overwhelming because our only source right now um, with the outside world is basically social media. And when we're engaging in social media, let's be mindful of what we see, because I think a lot of what we see on social media right now is how everyone reacts differently to what's going on in the world. Right. And so some people are really, you know, 
diving into crafts and reading three books a day or doing this or doing do-it-yourself projects or not doing anything at all. And all of those things are valid and it's okay to honor our feelings, to sit with those feelings and to know that it's not a long-term thing and that our feelings kind of continue to evolve and change over time. Um, So I think the best thing we can do is just sit and accept those feelings, not be afraid to talk about them with family or the people that you're quarantined with. If you feel safe to do so, just saying like, yo, let's process some of these feelings and taking care of your emotional health during an emergency will really help you kind of think clearly and react to your urgent needs in order to protect yourself. And so just keep in mind that everything we see is not, you know, a door to invite you know, guilt and shame and say, oh, well, I should be doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Because just waking up and breathing right now is enough. It's enough for all of us. So that's just kind of really (laughs) creating me that permission. Yeah. So just creating that space in your home, give yourself that permission, whatever ritual, whatever space that you can cultivate for yourself, give yourself permission to do those things, to feel whatever you need to feel. Um, yeah, I give it I give myself like um percentage percentages. Yeah. So like, oh man, I'm just feeling like 80% today, you know, or 75% today. And so I've just the way I've been creating space recently is just honoring that. Like I'm not at 100%, nope. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'm over 50%, so it, let's all take it. But <laughs> yeah. Like that's it's still good. I feel like 50% is good. But yeah, I will just say that either with that, at work with my coworkers or at home with my family, I'm like oh, I'm at like 80% this week, so bear with me. Same. And, you know, I'm and that's just how it is. But that's what I feel like that's our humanity. Mm-hmm. that's our humanity showing because it is going to take an adjustment for all of this to to settle in right yeah. yeah and I think it takes a lot of um like self-compassion and being kind to yourself and just yes. like knowing your limits and what your body's telling you and just being like there's a lot of times when I'm like doing work session after session and I'm just like I just need a nap I just mm-hmm. need a two minute nap to reset or yeah. like I just need to go sit outside and it's just knowing like, it's okay. It's okay if not every second of my day is scheduled and I'm doing mm-hmm. something. Exactly. Like during this time, I just need to take care of myself. Exactly. Yeah, and just being okay with that. Yeah, it's like almost impossible to be productive at every point of the day. And some days you might feel a little bit more productive and other days you're not going to. And that's okay. I mean, we are going through a collective trauma and our bodies and our brains are still processing everything that's changed in such a matter, you know, matter of weeks, you know, our whole world's shifted and changed. So, you know, we're still just trying to adjust to that. So there's no rules on what, you know, we should and shouldn't be doing during this time, like on in terms of like, oh, I need to read a book. I need to work out. Mm-hmm. I need to go start a business. I need to start a podcast or I need to, you know, redo start, my whole house. Start a garden mm-hmm. in my backyard. Yeah, I was like, no manches. Like, I'm going to chill. I, I'm i going to make my michelada and that's it. That's what I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch The Office for the millionth time this year. That's yes. what I'm going to do. I have done puzzles, though. Yeah, so people get to telecommute and work from home and other people lost their job in all of this. So it could be different levels of anxiety for different people. Like it could be, or you're now at home with your kids all day. 
Yes. Or your parents are older or your sibling is in the, you know, one of the immunocompromised groups. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, just different levels of stress for everybody, you know, depending on what you're going through as it relates to COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know there's still days where I have to go to the health center or the clinic. So I know mm-hmm. those days I feel more anxious, just like having to see students face to face. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're doing a lot of precautions before we say they're okay to come into the appointment, but even still, it's, uh, I don't know, I get nervous, you know, just being in a health center, even though I have like a mask and the student has a mask and I've, I've washed my hands, it's still like my office isn't that big. So I'm still in close proximity to someone else or mm-hmm. close proximity to like nurses and doctors and just people in in general so sometimes Mm -hmm. that can be like nerve-wracking so I just even wonder about like the medical professionals right now like what kind of stress and anxiety they're going through definitely yeah if you work on the front lines and have to be with a lot of people facing the public right now that's hard that's and then that's a legitimate stressor too it's not something Mm -hmm. that's just in your head it's a totally legitimate reason to be stressed out Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe we can talk about some feelings and reactions to stressful situations in times of uncertainty, just to kind of break it down a little bit of like how you can be more aware of like feelings in your body or changes in your emotions. So research has shown that widespread stress and anxiety regarding COVID-19 is compounded by the economic distress due to lost wages, employment and financial assets, mass school closures, xenophobia, and necessary physical distancing measures can result in stress-related health conditions. So all of the things that came along um, with COVID-19 just increases stress on top Mm -hmm. of like other stresses we already had and just the stress of going through a pandemic. Um, So stress is very somatic. It shows up in your body. Like, I don't know before all of this, when I'm stressed, I feel it in my shoulders. I have a headache, Mm -hmm. I have a stomach ache, Um, but it it increases. So during this Mm -hmm. time, um, you could be making more or less of a stress hormone than what is healthy for your body. And then this could lead to um, increased physical and mental health problems such as diabetes, heart disease, anxiety, depression, um, and also like unhealthy use of alcohol and drugs. Um, You can also see changes in your sleeping patterns, changing uh, changes in your appetite. You could experience headaches. Um, You can experience spikes in blood pressure or in your blood sugar. Um, just because of the overactive stress response that's going through your body. Um, And also, if you already have a chronic illness going on, Mm -hmm. it might even, um, the stress could even, like, activate it even more. So you might be, like, if you already maybe have diabetes and then all of a sudden you're having your sugar spike more, uh, that's not so helpful for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also see different changes in your emotional behavior. Like you could be more irritable, have more mood swings, being more anxious, depressed, numb, just being disbelief of what's going on. And this or, is tied to yeah. the stress hormones that mm-hmm. your body could yeah. be producing right now. Yes. So like stress wow. just kind of just like it just opens the door to like all of these symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um you can also have like trouble concentrating. I know I hear all my students say that, mm-hmm. like 
you just feel fatigued, low energy. Sometimes you have nightmares. I know me and yes. um, La Luna, we're talking about just crazy nightmares that we're having nowadays. Mm. Um, and it's just because of stress. Like things are just on our mind. Um, yeah. But it's po- important to notice that these changes are just not in your head. This is like a biological sign reaction to our brains and bodies going through stress. Um, and another kind of like a uh, factor that goes into this is like if you've experienced any kind of trauma or significant adversity in the past, especially as you were a child, you might be at higher risk of experiencing health and behavioral problems um, during times of stress. So, long story short, stress is bad for you. What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we already knew this as, like, mental health professionals, but, like, we've never experienced it through, like, a worldwide pandemic stress, Mm -hmm, right? right, Like, I've never lived through one before. So, it's just, like, compounded. Oh, absolutely. And this is La Sirena. I, I mean, I've felt really unsettled. Um, and still do to this day ever since this happened so and I know I use all my healthy coping skills all the Mm -hmm. time and do a lot of centering and grounding work so I know that it's I mean that's I just share that with people so that others can give themselves permission to just feel that unsettled feeling like for me I just couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was that I was feeling but it was just a combination of like stress disbelief you know, some of the numbness too. Like, I can't believe this was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also it's also good to normalize that even if we do have coping skills, even mm -hmm. in our best intentions, we don't always use them. Like, I know that there was times where like, I just didn't use, you know, sometimes the best coping skills. Like if I found myself being irritable, my poor partner, I'm like, don't look at me. Don't breathe near me. Ah, I need space. Leave me alone. <laughs> and and then later on, I was able to process and be like, well, what I was actually saying, what my body was really saying, what I'm really mm-hmm. going through. Um, but there were some moments where like I did have to honor that, like, you know what? I'm not always going to be my best in some days. I might react a certain way and it may not be the right way. So that's okay. Let me just dial back and figure out how to work through it. Um, Because sometimes it is hard to use all of our coping skills. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's interesting because my, a lot of times my sleep is what keeps me like, you know, keeps me in the game. Like I get my full eight hours of sleep at night. And now my sleep's off and then like my eating is off. So like I might not be hungry, but then I'll want to snack for like a like a lot of the afternoon that I'm Mm -hmm. not hungry again or just it's different every day. So my sleeping's off, my eating's off. And then that kind of makes everything else go off, too. Same girl right now. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is sleep? Guess eso. I'm like, girl, stay motivated. You still got things to do. You still got to work. So you better go to sleep. (laughs) I know those first few weeks, I was just like waking up multiple times at night. And I only do that when I'm stressed Mm -hmm. or I have nightmares. And it's only when I'm stressed. So I'm just like, even though like maybe consciously I don't feel stressed, I feel it like it's like in the air, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. the vibe of society. It's just like stress. So like subconsciously, I think I'm 
like stressed. Like I feel like it goes in waves. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like in my little bubble in my back room, just doing teletherapy. Like everything's fine. And then I'll like watch uh, Governor Gavin Newsom talk. I'm like, okay, things are okay. Things are kind of scary, but things are kind of okay. And then it's just like, and then it hits really hard where I'm just crying. I become La Llorona and I'm just like, what is life? Yeah. Yeah, because of all the uncertainty and um, also just like you're kind of depending on millions of people to get it together. Oh, girl. And that's just stressful. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I'll go for a walk and Mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus, don't let today be the day I get arrested, please. Because (laughs) I get so frustrated sometimes and like and I try and. I, I, you know, I, I want to say that I have a, a pretty decent amount of humanity. I'd like to think that. Yeah. So when I go for walks and stuff, like uh, with my dog, we live close to a park and I see a lot of people that still go and there's kids playing on the playgrounds and different things like that. And it's hard for me because I think my my good heart, my good hearted person in me says, you know what, they might not have the space. They might be people living in a one bedroom apartment there's like 10 people in there and you know they may not have the luxury of social distancing and like I try and rationalize and go through all those but sometimes I can't help and I still feel like irritated or angry um and it's almost like get off my lawn yeah like I don't know like it's hard because it's like it's like you I can't help it but like some days I take it personally and they, they don't even know who the hell I am but I take it personally in the sense I'm like look yeah I get to start at mi casa okay like I need to go out I want to breathe I want to go to Target like I want to do something but it's like I feel like angry and I tell myself like look they don't they don't know you it's like it's not personal but then it kind of is because the world wants to you know, be able to go back to life at some point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that those emotions have been really hard for me to like figure out mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we get through this? Y'all got any skills? I can make a good margarita, but I Ooh. don't think that's the kind of skills we're talking about. I can make a good miche. I learned. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all exactly. deliver? I yes. mean, I could. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, but yeah. real talk though, coping yeah. through crisis. So obviously we definitely want to make sure that we are able to provide just some, some things that we can do to work through this. Like I know that this content is, you know, hard and sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little heavy to talk about, um, and definitely not fun, but it's still important to figure out like, okay, we know these feelings now we can identify the stress. So what do we do? How do we work through it? So it's really important, you know, to as much as we can to try and have like safe, stable and nurturing relationships that, you know, that kind of protects our bodies from harmful effects of stress and adversity. So being able to stay connected with friends and family or people that you feel safe with or if you're in a a safe space in your home, um, really kind of communicating and, you know, taking the time to connect and, you know, process and work through things can kind of really help. Another thing that some may or may not know, but, you know, kind of finding balance with nutrition. Um, We do want to have the snacks and we do want to have all the fun foods and things like that. But also, how are we kind of more nurturing and taking care of our bodies? What are we putting into it to kind of give us the fuel to 
work through the rest of the day to get through the day. Um, regular exercise. So really just like any type of body movement that you can do that mm-hmm. kind of just gets you up and stretching. Like even what Lacita and I was saying is like, I have to just get up and just walk go for a little walk or, you know, get up and stretch or just physical movements to just kind of remind you like, hey, let's let's just take a break. Let's kind of get some blood flow grow, going um, and restful sleep. Like, yeah, that that's been challenging lately, but still mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how can we have a routine? Because, you know, for some of us, um, you know, going to bed like at two, three in the morning and then waking up at eight or it really can impact stress and impact mental health because Mm -hmm. then, you know, we're feeling more fatigued throughout the day, irritable or like drained, or you may feel like kind of like similar feelings of like hungover, but you're like, but I didn't drink. So why am I feeling this way? And that's maybe the body saying like, uh, cause we didn't get enough sleep. Um, other things that can help is kind of maybe practicing mindfulness and kind of just being intentional with your day with your words, with yourself, um, in the spaces that you're in, um, and definitely getting mental health services. If that's something that you need, if you do need support and you have a safe space in your home where you're like, maybe I can explore getting therapy online that can also help you decrease stress hormones or help you improve your health. Um, but most importantly, I think the message that I want to give everyone is do what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. Don't put on all these extra pressures of what everybody else and their mom is doing on social media. Listen to your body, nurture yourself, do what feels good for you. And you know what that is. You know who you are. You know what is important to you and what you like. So stick to something that's realistic, you know, instead of like, going on social media and being like, oh, I'm going to do these three workouts that I saw and then I'm going to try and bake something and then I'm going to read these two books on this book club list and then I'm going to do something in my house and redo my closet. Like, mm, okay, that's great if that's really things that speak to you. But at the end of the day, stick to something that you know is realistic, something that you know that you can accomplish and that it feels right for your body. We all have different needs and that is definitely okay. And another important thing is just take a break. Taking mm-hmm. a break is not a bad thing. Like a mm-hmm. lot of us might have the luxury right now of working from home. So maybe we do feel guilty taking breaks because we already are at home. But so what? If your body's like, yo, I can't stare at the screen anymore. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've talked for 30 minutes straight. I've been in two meetings or I've done this or I've done that. That's okay. Take a break. Let yourself watch a show. Let yourself take a nap. Let yourself just sit and just, you know, just be. All of those things are 100% valid and definitely okay. Yeah. I just yeah, think absolutely. of it as like a reset. Just refresh. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And all of these things that Lupe mentioned and the things that we're going to go into a little bit deeper, this helps decrease the stress hormone, right? Like we talked about earlier, like the increase in stress hormone can bring on all those health problems. This helps kind of improve your health by decreasing your stress hormone. So uh, we're about to go in a little bit deeper, but I wanted to share some of the sources that we pulled this from. So if you wanted to do more research of your own, you can go look. So the California Surgeon General, she has a playbook 
Um, and it goes through different stress busters that you can do. And it, I really like it at the end. It has like a little plan and checklist of like things that you are going to implement for yourself so you can um, decrease your stress levels. There's also the COVID-19CA.gov website. They also have a lot of resources. It, I know it's more like California um, specific, but I feel like these skills can go like anyone in any country, mm-hmm. any state. Um, also, we got some information from the CDC and NAMI. So NAMI is a mental health organization. If you just Google NN, no, N-A-M-I, you can get more information there. Um, so I just wanted to go a little bit deeper as to what La Luna said. Um, so we all worked together and kind of um, framed it around the DBT play skills. So DBT is dialectical behavioral therapy, specifically in the section of emotional regulation. So how do you regulate your emotions, especially when you're distressed or under stress? And what it tells us to do is like literally do the basics, like the basics are going to save you. So, um, so it talks about treating physical illness. So like if you're sick, mm-hmm. like, we, like make that a priority, make your health mm-hmm. a priority. I think in American culture, there's this big push on like, if you're sick, just go to work, just keep hustling, just keep pushing through you'll be okay or like oh you're not even that sick but you know your body and um in order to be like at your best performance or functioning level you need to take care of yourself and if you have a doctor and they have some like medical orders for you like listen to them and continue Mm -hmm. taking your medication so taking care of your physical health can also um improve your mental health through all of this so just like um, La Luna was saying like balanced eating so making mm-hmm. sure that you kind of set your schedule now that a lot of people are at home it's just like snacking all day right but you kind of oh, have to set yeah. like uh, breakfast lunch and dinner it, it's hard to get <laughs> into that routine though especially if you have a lot of snacks at home yeah so, like I have a yeah. lot of Mexican candy right now and they playing too much because <laughs> I've been eating a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. So this might be like a good time to like start like meal prepping or like just setting out like your what you're going to cook this week. Mm-hmm. And kind of being more intentional about that because like a lot of people kind of get in the habit of mindless eating. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, how did I finish this bag of Doritos? Or how did I finish yeah. this bag of hot Cheetos? That's funny. That reminded me of never been kissed. When she's like, oh my God, somebody ate my entire pie. <laughs> uh, I like mindlessly eat hot Cheetos. So I have to be like, oh, okay, I can't be eating this whole bag. If I want it to last, I can't be eating this whole bag. Right. <laughs> um, but also like um, be eating some like some veggies, some good stuff that can help like sustain you throughout the day so that you don't feel sluggish. Um, whatever that means for you. And I've, I'm doing that now and I, it's so helpful. I have, um, celery sticks and carrots. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Seriously though, because sometimes I'll want a snack and I'm like, that is just your being home all, it's your home all day. So that's just you, you're just wanting to snack on something. So I'll just make a, make it a point to try to eat 
some some of those snacky veggies first and then some water and then I See. wait and then if I really 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 wanted something then I'll go back but usually that takes care of it but it's yeah hard, it, it's though. work it takes work but you got to take care of yourself right now I know I quarantine diff- definitely this quarantine definitely showed me that I'm a giant child because I actually don't like veggies as much as I thought I did I'm like no kill <laughs> I want to eat the carbs just give me the carbs and my partner's like no we have to eat veggies and I'm like okay and okay. I just sit there making yeah. my caras eating my my like green beans I'm like man <laughs> I think definitely the first few weeks of quarantine I was just like stress eating like mm-hmm. oh gosh I need sweets For and sure. carbs and then it wasn't until like last Seriously. week I'm like ooh, I don't feel so good I need I need some veggies <laughs> in my life yeah, the first week was rough because I was still eating meals, especially with your kitchen right there. But I was starting to feel sluggish mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's because I'm not walking all, sure. all day like I do on campus. And then I'm not as active. So then you're not as active, but you're eating more. And yeah, I realized what I was doing. And then so the next yeah. few weeks I was like, OK, changing up some things here and there so that. And also like if you're at school or in office, you don't have access to a full kitchen all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you and don't have to you do. at the kitchen. Yeah, my partner and I were definitely <laughs> those people that were going ham. And I was like, yo, we're about to finish all our quarantine snacks. We need to chill. And then we started feeling like, you know, not feeling so hot. And I was like, yeah, we got to dial it down on these uh, snacks and go back to just like essential stuff. Cause yeah. one, it could break the bank. And two, I'm like, we don't need to be eating all this crap. Like yeah. we can have a treat here and there, but like we've been, we've been treating yourself <laughs> and it's not working out. So speaking of moderation, another thing you should uh, probably keep an eye on is like your alcohol intake. And yeah. if you live in a, in a state that has legal marijuana, like also your marijuana intake. Because right now it's just like, cool, I'm just chilling at home all the day. Like one oh. glass won't hurt. <laughs> one glass turns into a few bottles and you're just like, dang, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> right? it, it feels good for a while, but then it's not maybe not the best for you to be doing all the time while you're at for home. Sure. On top of stress. Yeah. Because you're you're stressed. So that's the point is we're not supposed to use this when we're stressed. We're supposed to do this when we're not stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're if you're one of those people that already get emotional when you're drinking, this is not gonna be the best time for you. So right. like if you're under a lot of stress and a lot of stuff is going on. So mm-hmm. that's something you wanna keep an eye on because this is also a time where you don't want to develop any kind of like addiction to like alcohol um and i know that's sometimes people don't want to talk about alcoholism and that it's an addiction but it's like something to keep an eye on Um, or just being careful that like mood altering Mm -hmm. things can also trigger and bring some stuff that's like in your subconscious to your conscience and maybe it's stuff that you really aren't ready to process during quarantine time (laughs) that too (laughs) like right this is not the time yeah like maybe not right now (laughs) so sometimes they don't always reduce stress sometimes they make it worse so yeah yeah so yeah you you know what your level is Mm -hmm. so also speaking of levels we want to talk about balanced sleeping levels so 
as we talked about earlier, like sleep definitely regulates your mood. If I don't mm-hmm. have enough sleep the day before, I know I feel more anxious. I feel a little bit more emotional. If my partner says something, like a tear is going to come out. I'm like, how could you say that to me? So I don't know if it's like that for other people, but it definitely is like that for yeah. me. Um, and it, I think it's hard right now because it's just like ever, maybe... Other people have the same mindset that I do, but I, it like gives me flashbacks to like high school when you're on summer vacation and you're like, yeah, I have nothing to do. I can just stay up all day. And the reality is like, no, I'm still working. Yes. Yeah. People are still doing yes. things and I can't do this every you day. Do that. Right. You need to have routine. Yeah. Yes. And that includes sleep and eating and exercise. Yeah. Yeah, so like setting, like you still need to have a bedtime, y'all. Right. Or like have a, a time where you're like, okay, I'm going to wake up at this time. Right. Um, and some tips for that is like stop using electronics half an hour before you go to sleep, mm. drinking some warm water or tea before you go to sleep, mm-hmm. reading a book, um, avoiding caffeine in the afternoon, and sleeping in a, like a quiet, cool place can help you kind of do that. And also I will recommend sleep meditation or guided meditations that can really help relax your body and put you into sleep. And then the last tip we want to go into for just for the play skills is exercise. Finding something, some sort of activity that feels good for you. And that could look like anything. It could be yoga. It could be walking your dog. It could be um, taking a run. I know I have a spin mm-hmm. bike at home. I, I like to do that in the morning. And it just helps just relieve stress in general. I've noticed that this past few weeks, like the days I don't work out, I'm like tense. And I think my partner has noticed too. Like he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, I don't know. Nothing's wrong. It's all the stress. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's but wrong. Everything's wrong. <laughs> everything's wrong. What are you talking about? But like yeah. when I work out, I feel like I'm more easygoing throughout the day Mm -hmm. and i think other forms of physical movement too can be like if you have a space in you have a yard and you want to do like work like pull out some weeds or you know plant your Mm -hmm. garden like i know my partner and i um we've been like doing yard work and stuff and like we pulled out like we actually pulled out a tree trunk y'all and i was hella proud i was like my ancestors and my nice. dad really, really came through right now. Uh, and I obviously learned some stuff because I was hecka proud and we burned hecka hey. calories. So even just yeah. yard work or putting on some good music and cleaning your home, if that's what helps you. It's yeah, like cool. TikTok dances. Yeah. Dance like parties. if you're cleaning, you can get down to some music while you're doing it. You know, it's just like any type of movement that speaks to your body that feels right for you mm-hmm. can kind of just help let go of that stress that you're harboring in your body definitely that's right and in addition to the well that's the please skills which I actually really like before we go on to the next part of this but thank you so much for sharing that La Rosa and and walking us through um so so the please stands for P and L is physical illness treat physical illness E is balanced eating a is avoid mood altering drugs. S is balance sleep and E is get exercise. Yeah. And it's the basics, y'all. It's yeah. just the, the basics. basics. 
treating your body, balanced eating, balanced sleep, getting some exercise. I like I it. And everything that you talked about, I, that's exactly what I started to focus on like the second weekend when I realized that I needed to take some control. <laughs> I started to look at some of the things I could actually do right away. And one of those things was making sure I get good sleep, making sure I get outside. Like now I can take an actual lunch break at 12 and get out there and be in the sunlight. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wouldn't ask our listeners to do anything that I myself have not tried. And mm-hmm. I have tried all those things that you're talking about. And I know you're going to talk about like what are additional things we can yes. do on top of the basics. Right. I mean, tell us. I'm ready. So that takes us into self-care and how to be intentional with your self-care. So self-care means different things for different people. Um, for me, I it, it could mean that I'm taking care of all the things I need to do so that they're not like hanging, you know, in the sidelines and I, and I'm just constantly thinking about them. So, um, for me, I'm intentional about my self care and that maybe I'm not just going in and doing like a, a face mask or a massage. Maybe I'm doing something like, um, taking my dogs for a walk cause they literally need to go and then finishing all of my work all day and then taking time to go outside after and, um, getting outside and getting some fresh air Um, So taking care of all my business and closing up loose ends, like if my car needed some kind of repair, my self-care is actually to go get that repair done so that I'm just not thinking or worrying about it. So whatever it works for you. But for some folks, self-care is spending time with a loved one or a family member. Um, Maybe you live next door across the street from somebody and you like to go visit or maybe you're um, and now you're doing a phone call um, and keeping in touch with somebody on Skype or or another kind of video chat. So maybe that's what replenishes you. But think about things that replenish you, that kind of take the the stress of the day off your shoulders um, and make you feel more balanced. And so think about things that are like big or small. Like I said, it can be anything from taking care of something that you need to wrap up all the way to spending some quality time with a family member. Um, and then self-care can also be like the basics of biology. So like you do need to actually catch up on your sleep or you do need to hydrate and drink more water. Um, so pick something that you can do now that you can still take care of yourself um, through all of this because it, it is stressful and that's that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we have to balance it out. Yeah, and it can be small things. Yes. Right. So what's been your intentional self-care, like something that works for you? I think for me... Um the book club that I joined Mm -hmm. has been awesome. We meet on Thursdays and it's so great because we don't talk at all about what's going on in the world. We just talk about the characters in this world that we jumped into in this book. Um, and that's been such a fun, like break from life. Um, that's been really cool. And just experimenting with like stuff that I have in my kitchen for like baking stuff has been fun even though it's like sometimes hard because yeah it's been helpful but sometimes it's hard because uh like you mentioned uh in the beginning some items are still kind of hard to come by so like just being okay with that too that like I might not have certain ingredients and that's okay and um and another thing that I've really been enjoying is just like um taking breaks like sitting outside 
Mm -hmm. I really also cherish the walks with my dog because my dog just gets so happy and it's so cool to see like how innocent like my little dog is and I'm like I want to be you I want to be oblivious to everything (laughs) um and then uh my partner and I recently started setting up like virtual like happy hours with friends and that has been so much fun like just connecting laughing and just being in solidarity with one another like hey we're all going through it but we're all going through it together I I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity Mm -hmm. that's really nice yeah so quality time is a big one a big piece of self-care yeah and then just doing nothing there's days where I literally do nothing like I will sit on the couch and I will like make an indent of my body there and (laughs) it just stays there that's great I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I do a lot of similar things to both of y'all. Um, so I like to take my dog on a walk. She also gets really happy with that. And I get some sunshine, some fresh air, a change of scenery. Um, or walk on the backyard. Uh, when I was little, we used to go to the parks and take naps. I don't know if that's what oh, other people want to do. Yes, I used to do that. <laughs> But like my mom would always bring a comforter or some sort of blanket yes. and we would just like play, eat, take a nap, just enjoy the nature. So yeah. I've introduced that to my partner where we just take a blanket outside and just like lay and just be in nature. Ah, that's nice. Um, and it's springtime. So we hear the little birds. So it's mm-hmm. cute. I'm in love with the outside right now. It is just <laughs> yes. gorgeous. All the air is so clean. Yeah. yeah. I like, appreciate it a lot more mm-hmm. now. Just being outside. Um, I've also been doing uh, coloring through an app that I have and it's like color by numbers so it's like mindfulness at the same time so that's like all I'm doing and it's just like I don't know it just makes me feel so good oh I love coloring and then I love seeing the end product I'm like oh look what I made yeah that's cool (laughs) (laughs) uh so being creative in that way like finding other little ways to be creative um we're watching 30 rock so that's funny like oh my just- gosh that's funny yes. <laughs> i'm a big user of humor as a coping skill yes. Yes. yeah and then we've just been just moving around because i feel like i'm just sitting down a lot of the day so i just want to get my body moving and i think it also helps me fall asleep better like if mm-hmm. i like burn some energy in my movement yeah um but also like um, FaceTiming with friends and with family, just checking in. Um, I feel like I'm appreciating things a lot more now, like appreciating connections with family and appreciating mm-hmm. going to nature. Or I'm just like, wow, you should used to take advantage of all of these things. And now I'm very appreciative of those small blessings that I have. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. That kind of goes into the next thing I we wanted to cover before we wrap up is mindfulness. I love it, and (laughs) how important that is. But you definitely practice mindfulness um, from what you were describing, just being in the present moment and just appreciating what's right around you, and not trying to think too much in the past or to the present or to the future. 
um, but yeah, I think that uh, we can go into some mindfulness tips that people can practice um, anywhere that they are. And, you know, this these are great as I'm reading through these now and we'll go over them. I've I've definitely practiced these in my own life and it certainly helps so much. Um, but the first thing, you know, to mindfulness is just there's just different kinds. So there's a combination. You can have like deep breathing based mindfulness exercises where you're being really mindful and just present of your of your breaths that you're taking. You can do a meditation style um, or you can do progressive muscle relaxations where you're tightening. You're going through your body you know, head to toe and you're tightening and then loosening up, loosening up um, your muscles. Um, and so these tools can help you just feel less controlled by all the turbulent feelings that are happening right now. And it just gives you space to think clearly and feel grounded. Uh, so for example, like the progressive muscle relaxation, you can just start by like tightening your shoulders and then loosening them and just kind of wiggling them around and then tightening your arms or making like a fist and then releasing it like clenching and then releasing um so there's like those that's one of my favorites because it's like something tangible that you can feel as you're relaxing um, but then there's also the deep breaths which we did a post on the other day about how to make mm-hmm. you know a really nice Big deep breath. I like to take deep breaths because it also helps bring oxygen back up into the brain and helps you think clearly and make better decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a little forced little mini break. It kind of forces yeah. you to kind of just take a quick break. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. And I don't know if it, this, this is a theme or maybe it's just something I do, but it's like a reset, a refresh. I'm like, OK, like regrouping. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love those deep breaths. Those help me a lot. Um, so there's a couple other ones there. Yeah, so there's like being present in the moment, like when I said, like be, uh, when we go lay outside in the yard and just like feeling mm-hmm. the sunshine on my skin, hearing the birds, kind of noticing like, dang, I have a lot of trees in my backyard. Or Yes. Um yeah, just using your five senses to be fully merged in the, the present moment. Right. I like to pair up that one with the gratefulness practice because mm-hmm. as I'm taking in everything around me, I'm also being really grateful for it. Like I said, the clean air right now that we're all off the road. Yeah, like Mother air, Nature. Right? Mother Nature, how everything's just blooming right now. So I'm noticing that, but I'm also just like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. Like, this is amazing mm-hmm. that we have this. It's like a much needed earth reset too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You know, like I feel like uh uh my grandma's like, Well, this is a time for us to reconnect with the earth. And I really mm-hmm. love that because I'm like, you know what, you're right. Like just reconnecting with outdoors and you know, mm-hmm. not just that, but just reconnecting with our bodies, with ourselves, with you know, people virtually and like the art of conversation is making a comeback and that's pretty exciting. Yeah. There's also um, the option, which is one of my favorites, too, is just creating a regular routine of prayer, meditation, or yoga. I definitely like that, being a spiritual person myself, um, which for me is different than religions. But I definitely have like um, a relationship to my religion. But I, what is the word when you're 
when you're focused more on the faith part of your religion, but you're not so much attending like a church or part of a congregation. Spiritual sounds right. Yeah, spiritual. I know there's a word I'm forgetting, but I know for me, I definitely practice a lot of gratitude. And in my spirituality, I practice a lot of faith, just literally like having faith um, that the things that I'm doing to take action, to put myself in a good place will keep me safe. Um, So I personally do like the prayer meditation. Routine. I like it as well because right mm-hmm. now a lot of things feel out of control and I'm just able to be able to say I have no power in this like I have mm-hmm. no choice in this um, I'm trusting that someone or something is in control right now and kind of like just kind of releasing myself and just saying like yeah I don't know what the answer is Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to try uh, meditation for the first time and that was really cool um, and it was like through this program um, where this therapist was giving back to other therapists and they were a certified like meditation instructor and I got to do it for like I think it was like it's like 21 days I think of meditation mm-hmm. um, and I didn't get to attend every single one because it's like their time was eastern time and my time was pacific time so it kind of clashed some days but the ones that I g- did get to attend it was such a cool experience because I've never done meditation before let alone like guided um, and I really was thankful for that opportunity to connect and kind of learn a little bit about like my body and what it can do so that was kind of cool I like okay. it Nice. I love, love, love meditation. Mm-hmm. I have like a lot of meditation apps and I recommend it to all my students. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I just always show them, I'm like, look at these apps or I'll send them an email. I'm like, here are all these meditation websites you can go to. And it could be like, it could cover anything like loving and being kind to yourself. Just like uh, kind of distressing from your day, helping you fall asleep, helping you gain confidence, helping you clear your mind. It's it's a great mindfulness practice. That's great. Nice. Yeah, especially because you're just going to get hit constantly. As this is a national crisis, you're going to just get hit from all angles, whether it's at work or your kids or your friends. Like everyone's talking about it. So it's going to wear you down over time. And that that's natural, but you have to stay with the self-care tools and the mindfulness, it's like we're actually having to do a little bit more work right now to protect our mental health mm-hmm. than we're used to. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up. That takes us into what resources are available for folks. Um, so we just recommend um, that you learn more about mental health or substance use services. So either through counseling, through groups, um, or you learn about the different types of medication that are, are available, which we do recommend talking with your doctor or therapist about. If you find that you're having a lot of symptoms that you cannot reasonably try to maintain um, through these things that we're talking about. Also, just identifying like a local mental health professional or support group that you can talk with a lot of folks are going online and offering virtual services Um, and then you can go to if you need support in terms of looking at what information is out about covid the Mm -hmm. covid19.ca.gov is a great one and then there's virusanxiety.com and then nami.org 
Mm-hmm. And we can put these out on our website. Yeah. Too. yeah. And then really quickly, uh, I don't have like specific resources, but also just if you are an individual that also maybe finds yourself in the situation where basic needs are um, challenging for you, definitely um, a lot of community centers and churches and local areas do offer like food pantries and basic needs items. Um, there's like also clinics and stuff that offer like pro bono therapy or um, even if you're someone that maybe is concerned about like insurance and stuff, there are clinics and stuff within your communities that you can call that can do like phone consultations. So if you do have barriers, um, you know, don't let them keep you from taking care of yourself and there's resources out there. So hopefully if that is you, I, you know, I'm hoping that you are able to access resources to make sure your basic needs are covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all those websites that La Sirena talked about, it has, especially the COVID-19 one for, at least in California, it has links to like, how do you get emotional support? How do you get basic needs stuff? If you are, going through some financial crisis, employment, it kind of has everything under the sun there. So that's kind of like a hub to find anything. Also, also the virusanxiety.com and NAMI have a, links to a lot of different types of resources. So I just encourage you to kind of Google and look around. Um, Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. And, I, and there's um, also just a couple of... Um, text hotlines as well so I'll share one with you now um, you can text the word home h-o-m-e to 741-741 if you need to reach a crisis text line and then the national suicide prevention lifeline is 800-273-TALK or that would be 800-273-8255 so we'll have a couple more resources that we'll put up um, in our Instagram post when we do a release and let's maybe end the episode with something like an affirmation um, that people can take with them as we go back out into the world and have to continue managing our lives in this new normal for sure for sure yeah la luna you want to start us off with an affirmation um mine would be do what feels right for you and when in doubt cry it out i love it yes snap snap (laughs) yes that's my life model right now (laughs) that's right how about you la rosa i would say listen to your body and find what works for you what kind of helps bring the stress level down what helps you kind of just feel more grounded and calm the reality is things are out of our control right it's a worldwide Mm -hmm. pandemic we've never gone through it before we're figuring it out you can do things that are in your control so for sure taking care of yourself is in your control and be kind to yourself yes that's awesome i love what about you let's see dinner Yeah, I would say that right now you're probably doing all the right things. We've never been in a pandemic before, so you're not really supposed to have pandemic skills. Um, (laughs) And that's okay. This is new to everybody, everybody. So you it's okay. Wherever you're starting on this, it's fine. Um, And you're probably doing all the right things. So just keep keep doing what you're doing. Um, Keep trying to get in contact with family or friends or chosen family to stay connected to community in some way 
keep washing your hands, keep social distancing. Um, And again, focusing on those please skills that we reviewed today. So just taking care of your body, um, getting enough sleep, drink, you know, all of that, which I, again, I really feel confident that a lot of our listeners are doing all those things. And a lot of things that we said today probably resonate with you. Um, mm-hmm. because you you are doing what you can so I would say keep that up and know that we're here we're gonna all get through this together yes and thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for riding this wave with us and doing this uh, episode quarantine style um, we're definitely trying to do our part and we're super grateful that you all continue to show up for us and continue to create space for us to be able to bring you some Nopal Queens magic. Yes. yes. Thank you yes. so much listeners. <laughs> and we'll continue to be, uh, producing episodes via Zoom online, social distancing until it's yeah. safe to be in person again. Man. <laughs> but hey, we're still here. We're That's riding right. the yes. wave, we're right? Still here. We're flexible yes. and resilient. We're going to continue going That's at it. That's it. For sure. <laughs> um, we are figuring it out. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. I think that's where we're mainly posting mm-hmm. and share yes. share um, our page with your friends, share our podcast with your friends. We love hearing from you all. Um it's been a fantastic journey with this podcast. And leave us reviews. Let us know, you know, you know what you're loving about our episodes or what you want to see. You you all are definitely an inspiration. So we would love to hear from you. And if you have a moment, definitely um, take the time to leave a review for us. Um, that creates visibility and it kind of just helps us be able to produce more content for you all. So if you can leave us a review, that would be awesome. All right. Thank you, gente. That wraps up our episode and we hope you have a wonderful day. Adios. Adios.